Welcome to the Excellent Exo Chat with Bill and Nora. Our podcast is meant to educate, inform, and discuss the ever-expanding topic of exotechnologies. If you are interested in exoskeletons, robots, or automated systems, you should listen to us. We will be discussing how these technologies impact you through chats with experts and users from around the world. Hey, Nora, how are you doing? Hey, Bill, I'm good. How are you doing today? Doing great. I have a, a fun topic for us. Oh, that's great. Yeah. What is it? So can you make your own exoskeleton at home? <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, boy. That's an interesting question. Um, I mean, bringing it back. So bring. I guess bringing it back to the definition of what is an exoskeleton would probably help aid in this conversation. So, you know, I just pulled up the definition quickly that we went through before about what is an exoskeleton and it's an external skeleton that supports and protects an animal's body in contrast to an internal skeleton um for example humans so exoskeletons are kind of known as shells which is interesting when you're when you're thinking about whether or not you can build your own exoskeleton at home right yeah, but that's so you're you're giving more the biological definition of an exoskeleton. So, you know, in in you know, the tech world, we we really say an exoskeleton is a wearable device that augments ah. you, assists you, aids you in some way. Now, it could also fit with the biological one where it's like this protective shell and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you could use an exoskeleton if it was designed this way. To basically be a, a what we call personal protective device or PPE, personal yeah. protection equipment. So a supporting equipment. structure. Right, basically. right. You could yeah. do it. Yep, you could. So there is some uh, similarity between the two definitions. So mm -hmm. if you're designing an exoskeleton to help you, say, help lift something or... Um, Maybe it's to protect your hand and while you're doing some sort of task or help you stand up or help you walk. What 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 kind of thing would you like your exoskeleton to do if you were going to make it at home? I mean, if I were going to make it at home, my immediate thought is popsicle sticks and rubber bands. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, but that's going off of what I have at home, having a four-year-old that's interested in crafts at the moment. <laughs> right. But what are you, what are you going to use your popsicles and rubber bands for your exoskeleton to do? What's the function, I guess, is what right. I'm driving at. Yeah. So I guess immediately I would think that the, that the popsicle sticks are meant to be the, the structural support right. of the exo and that the rubber bands gives the flexibility okay. for the movement of whatever, you know, limb you're putting it on. So, okay. and honestly, right now I'm thinking of, you know, my cats, right? So, <laughs> you know, if one of them has a hurt leg or a okay. hurt ball and I have to, yeah, and I have to emote, not immobilize it, but make, give it a little bit support before it gets to the vet. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what I was thinking you know, just going off the cuff as to what I would make it out of. Now, for us, it's an interesting concept, right? Because I never have thought about utilizing or making an exoskeleton at home. 
Um, so if it were a situation that I needed to make one for myself or my husband or my son, I honestly don't know what I would utilize. What would you utilize, Bill? Right. So what, uh, you know, one of the things I would utilize it for is, uh, for if I can make one, I'd use it for gripping because, you know, it's always nice to have a little bit of more support, a little bit more gripping strength mm-hmm. with things. Like in the morning, I make uh, it's called a mocha, which is a is a coffee basically. And so, okay, I have a I have a small injury in my left hand, and so when I'm turning, twisting the mocha oh. pot together, it hurts my hand when I do gotcha. it. And so, if I had a little bit more grip strength and a little protection on my left hand that would be really cool and so that's what i would mm-hmm. do i'd take my popsicle sticks and my rubber bands and see if i could give my left hand a little bit more grip strength you know grip strength yeah, yeah. you know what that's really yeah <laughs> it's the necessary evil right if you want to wake up in a good mood in the morning to have your mocha you need a little bit of well, maybe with an exo unnecessary, you wouldn't have the pain. But right. um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Now, obviously, popsicle sticks are not very strong. Rubber bands, you know, I love rubber bands just for the the strength that they have, right, and the grip. Right. Um, there is. I mean, I know when I'm trying to open up a can and my husband's not around, I'll go and I'll grab the oven mitt. Sure. Right. And I'll use the oven mitts as, you know, the the grip that I need to be able to not only hold the can, but also be able to grip the top and and turn. Right. Um, just because my the finger strength that I have is really not, you know, it's it's not I wouldn't even say it's like average. Like it's probably <laughs> not as good just because um, like uh, some some medical stuff. But yeah, absolutely. You know what? Gripping gripping is a huge one. And I think. That's a really good example, right? Because you always see these like infomercials or if anybody watches QVC, they have a a device, right? right? Quote unquote. Everyone can't see my, you know, my hair, my hand quotes, but that you can put the jar up into and it opens sure. for you automatically. Right. Um, but if anyone's like me with counter space being super lacking, it would be much much nicer to have an EXO that assists me with the gripping versus another kitchen tool. And, and, you know, there's a lot of things outside the kitchen that you need to grip also. And and having a little bit more grip strength that you could control uh, would help you in a lot of different areas. And, you know, let's talk about, so we've been using, you know, popsicle sticks and rubber bands. And certainly, uh, you know, bands and I'd say the more technically uh, <laughs> designed bands are used in certain uh, passive exoskeletons. Mm-hmm. But what about, you know, a lot of people have um, 3D printers at their homes now. What if we yes. could, what could we 3D print an exoskeleton that might work mm-hmm. on your hand or something else? What do you think? I so I absolutely love this, right? 3D printing it's just so it's incredibly interesting to me personally. Right. And I I don't have a 3D printer, but I know we've had conversations about 3D printers and if we had one at home and what we would utilize it for. And I completely agree. I think I think it's one of those things that once you have it, you don't know how you lived without it beforehand, <laughs> yeah, right? Right. But so, but again, living in the gray, which we talked about during our last podcast, 
My question is the difference between manufacturing an EXO um, using using different like textiles that you know right. have been used in the past versus a 3d printer that might use different materials right how does that you know like in my mind how does that line up is it is it um and and like if you're printing one at home it's probably fine right sure but i know one of the big conversations that our members have been talking about is is 3d printing of concrete and utilizing them for building materials so sure. obviously like a different yep. concept but absolutely i mean if i ever needed to utilize um or make an exo at home a 3d printer is a fantastic uh use for that well now i'll tell you another thing that people don't think about uh, as much anymore because you know everybody's like oh let's 3d print it well that's it's the reason they call it additive is because it builds up over time well mm -hmm. you know we've been working with using subtractive methods for thousands of years so wood and other types of materials where you carve yes. it you could you could go to a you know a big box store like home depot or lowe's mm -hmm. or whatever get some wood and basically carve you know, some of the structural supports of an exoskeleton yes. with that, too. So there there right. are multiple ways you it's, could get to this, yeah, right? It's the best of both worlds, right? And I, you know, I I would love to have a 3D printer. There's so many quirky things and, right. and useful things that I would use for a 3D printer. But having that opportunity, like you said, to be to to come down in the morning and go, oh, you know what? My left hand is killing me. Right. I really can't open this jar oh, let me go to my 3D printer and make something that is going to be able to assist me, like an XO, right. that I can print and yep. utilize. Right. And, um, you know, I just think that as we're moving on through the years and the decades, that is just going to become something that everyone has in their house and that everyone utilizes and is just used to having that application. And I, I just find that so interesting and, and really exciting right? as we're going well, through um, you know, ages. And, and part of it also is, is one of the benefits of if you can do this and, and you've got sort of a, you know, a crafty kind of bent to you, mm -hmm. if you're making it yourself, it's also going to be custom fit to you. Right. Exactly. And, the, and oh, fit is huge. And fit is huge. Right. We've talked about mm -hmm. that a thousand times. Fit is huge yes. with excess. Now, are there designs on the Internet where you could just print, you know, an XO for your hand? I don't think so. There are some uh, free designs for like a, uh, a stem kit uh, that mm -hmm. Matt Dickinson has for uh, for an arm type XO where right. you, you can do it as a learning type uh, project. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, I don't know of other ones out there, but probably what I suspect there will be uh, these designs that come out because people put, you know, they make a design for themselves and they put it out and then other people modify it. So I think that's yeah. going to come. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I, I don't want to get too off topic with building your own XO at home. But, I, you know, the other thing that I can see is 3D printing being utilized for orthotics. Sure. I can't tell you the amount of money that I spend on <laughs> a on a a specific fit right. for my orthotic because 
um, of the situation that I have with my feet. Right. And being able to have that potential utilization in the future where it's something that someone creates the file of the orthotic that I need. Right. I put it into the 3D printer and it prints it for me. Yep. Um, but getting back to, you know, finding or making an exo at home, funny enough, it, it wasn't made. But uh, this year, my son, we got him gloves that have the grippers. Right, right. And he absolutely loves those gloves because it gives him the extra grip for carrying more Hot Wheels in his Of mind. course, yes. But <laughs> you know what? It's kind of funny when you think about it. Like, even though it's not necessarily advertised as an exo right it's advertised as a as a glove right there are things around your house that are similar to exos that aid in your ability to do things right Um, well and you could take those gloves that you bought and maybe mod them to not just give you increased grip which is basically just increasing the friction you have but now it also gives you a little bit of grip strength you know take your rubber bands and your popsicle sticks right and hook it on one finger or two fingers, and oh Absolutely. wow, now I, now I've got a little bit more strength here. Wouldn't that be cool? Absolutely, yeah. And you know, Matt Dickinson from uh, University of Central Lancashire, who has a student chapter with us, also goes through and does educational right. um, uh, educational outreach with students. And we actually had our student intern yeah. last year, uh, Jonathan Garing, who put together the exo hand yeah um which again you know he he had to 3d print some of the materials but there was the concept of if they don't have access to a 3d printer what can you use instead right which i think is really important because not only is it educating um you know younger individuals about what an exoskeleton is but it also is making them think outside the box about what they have at their house right that they can use to assist them to similar uh, to buying an exo yeah um so you know i just i think this is just a great concept of you know what can you use around your house that you can utilize as an exo yeah and maybe you know maybe we put this out there as as a, a challenge someday it's like Build an XO at your house from the stuff you have around it and send us a picture kind of thing. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be great. And you know what? That just, it triggers my, one of my favorite movies, Apollo 13. Oh, yeah. You know, they come in with the box of the materials and they go, we need this circle to fit into this square only using these items. Right, exactly. And, um, you know, I just love that. And I really think that sparked my my interest and love for the sciences and the maths because, you know, when I saw that, it was it was very it really changed my perspective as things, even as a young child. So, you know, I think having that you know, competition or, or saying, you know, go and do this is, is huge bill because, you know, hopefully we will get people that will, that will take advantage of that and hopefully send us some pictures or put it in on LinkedIn. But, um, that would be really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk some more about this and see how we could uh, do this and advertise something, some fun thing like that. We'll have to come up with, you know, maybe we'll like 3d print, like a little prize (laughs) or award. We can send somebody for the best picture or something. Right. I love it. I think that's a great idea. Absolutely. All right. Well, this is great. It was great talking to you today.
Yeah, you too, Bill. I'm going to go grab my popsicle sticks and some rubber bands <laughs> and, you know, I'll join our next meeting with that uh, that handmade EXO. All right. I'm looking forward to it. All right. All right. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to us today. Please share this podcast with your friends and join us next time.